Good morning, whoever's on the line. God bless you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless you, and have a great Thursday. Thank you so much, Sister Lisa. The same to you. God bless you. And I have a prayer request, please. Okay, just one, just one second here. Okay, go ahead. It's from my friend Lashonda Cook. She has. How do you spell? How do you spell her name? L A S H O N D A. Uh huh. And then Cook. Her last and name. C O O K. All right, got it. And then she had her uh, toe amputated. So. Uh, and she has sugar, so the levels is going down. So just keep her in prayer for healing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well. So you. she, the Cook had a toe amputated, and what else now? And that her sugar level is going down because she has sugar. And so they're trying to get it under control. So. Okay, got it. Thank you Thank so much. You're, you're so welcome. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Good morning, well. Good morning. Diane. Good morning, Diane. And Good who morning. else was that? Good morning, Susie. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning, Good morning. Grateful Deborah Happy Evans. Happy Thursday. You, you too. too. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too. Thank Good you. Good morning. See you Good morning. 
Good morning, Sister Susie. It's beloved Barb. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Good morning. You have a wonderful day as well, and God bless you. God is good all the time. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? On this wonderful and beautiful day that the Lord has let us see. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. This is Trina, the finisher. Good morning, Trina, the finisher. Good to hear your sound. You have a great day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning on this beautiful day? Okay, well, it is time to get started with the call, but before we do move forward, we ask that you meet your line so that we can proceed. And hello again, my name is Susie, and I am your host, and thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during July, where our new monthly theme is entitled Beautitude. I don't think I said that correctly. Beautitude. This means that all of our declarations will be focusing on us understanding the beautitudes according to mind, heart, and the will of God. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. Today we'll be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's emotionally, it's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, and that's by Peter Zazarell. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. Second, please remember that there will be no more Saturday prayer call on the Declare Victory starting this Saturday, July the 3rd. Prayer calls will resume Monday through Friday only, same time and place. We're to give this that this day back to the callers so that they can spend time with their families. 
and respective churches. There were no prayer requests on the app, but I do have one spoken prayer request from Sister Lisa. She's praying for LaShonda Cook, who had a toe amputated and her sugar level is down. So let's please keep her in our prayer. The order of the call today is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane, and the declaration will be brought by Dion slash Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Dion and Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Matthew 5. 5, 3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed and merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute and persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. <clears throat> May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time we do ask that you put your phones on mute and tell instructed to come off mute. We also ask you to maintain your volume and tone of your prayers to a reasonable level. Do not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and cooperation. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Dion and Tanya. God bless you all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another day of your mercy, O God. Another day that you have opened my eyes that I may come before you this morning with my petition, my concerns. For God, you are a good God. You are a great God. And God, for that, we love you, Lord God, because you first loved us. So God, I ask this morning that you search me, oh God. Someone needs to put their phone on mute, please. Please mute your phone. Thank you. Search me, oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive thing within me that brings a stench to your nostril, God. God, I ask for forgiveness this morning for anything in me. Search me, God. Show me me. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for leading me this morning, oh God, in the time of prayer. So, Father, I will be better if one day in your court than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in your house, oh God, than dwell in the tent of the wicked. 
So, God, I bless your name this morning. You are a great God. You're a good, good Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are El Suri, my rock, oh God. You are my rock, my sword, and my shield, oh God, whom I can run to and be safe. God, thank you this morning that you are El Chai, the living God, the God who lives, the God who created everything, the heavens and the earth, and all that dwells in it. God, I bless your name this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that you have us going through the Beatitudes this morning, oh God. For God, you gave us the Beatitudes as a way of life, Lord God. You gave us the Beatitudes, oh God, to teach us your way, oh God, and teach us what we should be doing. If we don't know our purpose, to read your beatitude, that which you have given us, Lord God, to live by, oh God. And God, I just praise you this morning just for who you are, Lord God. I give you glory this morning, oh God, because all glory belong to you. You said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled, God. God, you said, if we open our mouth, you will fill it, oh God. Fill us with your word, Lord God. Your Holy Spirit will bring to cessation, oh God, because it lives on the inside of us. God, I thank you this morning for your word. I thank you, Lord God, this morning, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you praise, Lord God. If anything in me, Lord God, is offensive to you, God, I repent right now. In the name of Jesus, turning away from that that grieves your heart, turning away from that that brings a stench to your nostril, turning away from that, Lord God, who give, that gives me poor confidence, oh God. But this morning, oh God, I have strength in you. I have courage, Lord God. I have faith in you. My faith is stronger today than, than yesterday. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for your word that down on the inside of me, Lord God. It is hidden in me that I may not sin against you, Lord God, but that it keeps me in the right place of hearing from you. So God, I praise you this morning, Lord God, for your word. I praise you this morning, Lord God, because you are Loshanah, the unchanging God. God, you never change. You the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides for all our needs. You are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals us, our body, our mind, and our spirit. God, you are Jehovah Roha, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise this morning, oh God. For God, you are God and God all by yourself. You are, Lord God, the eternal God, the God who has no beginning or no ending. God, you you exist before time. You created time just for us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, we praise you this morning just for who you are. We praise you this morning, Lord God, for putting your word in our hearts, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, you said, the word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God, let me stay on that 
straight and narrow path. God, that you said many doesn't go that way, but they seek to go the wide way, Lord God, on the wide path. So God, I thank you this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, test me, know my anxious thought, oh God, in the name of Jesus. For you, oh God, are my judge of character, advocate, Lord God. You are my resource, my activity, righteousness, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I just give you praise this morning. If we can all take our phones off of mute, give God the praise. He said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. God, we thank you this morning for breath in our body. We thank you this morning for able to move our limbs to able to speak, Lord God, with our mind on God, we glorify you. We thank you for
please check your phone. Thank you, Lord God, for this time of prayer. I now turn the call over to Tanya and Dion. Amen. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Thursday, y'all. Can you believe that we are in the seventh month of 2021? And I'm declaring twice in a row, which I very, very seldom do, unless there is an absolute mandate. Um, Good morning again. Thank you, Diane, for ushering us into prayer. Thank you for hosting and greeting, and I thank each and every one of you for jumping online with us this morning. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about the completion of yesterday's yesterday's, uh, month ending and all that was shared with regard to order. And now we are walking right in to July. Happy July 1st to each and every one of y'all. Listen, we made it over, as my grandma would say. Um, we are walking into the Beatitudes, a very um, interesting, very specific teaching in the Word of God. Um, and it, it is very counter culture. Keep that in mind throughout the month. Um, the topics uh, for some may look like we are making active decisions to be weak, making active decisions to. Um, be overlooked or overstepped, and I I want to assure you that that is not a reality. The truth is the Beatitudes are the opposite of world systems. The the reality is that not only um, is it the opposite, but it is a reminder that when they go low, listen, we go lower. The key to accessing kingdom availability to your life is not when they go low, we go high. That's what culture says. Um, that That's what most standards um, that we hear are. But the truth is that's not necessarily what the kingdom order is, what I am discovering and continue to discover day after day, um, seeking the face of God, is that we got a lot of stuff wrong as two left shoes. And to be quite honest, um, I think that if nobody ever dispels it, We'll just go on doing, uh, as as Valerie Thompson would say, we, we'll just go along to get along. We'll just do what we see. And, and I'm, I'm more excited that we have an opportunity uh, through this channel, this medium of delivering information and content to people to shift the narrative and to really defy the odds and to give people a glimpse into the heart and the mind of the Father concerning our future, concerning our lives, concerning the things of the kingdom, and really legislating from a place of sheer humility and meekness. And I don't know about you, 
Um, but that is not the easiest thing to do. Um, Tanya and I are going to tag team this morning. I'm going to give a brief overview of the Beatitude. So, so you'll be introduced to some of what you'll be hearing throughout this month. And I, I've been studying actually quite intently um, on humility because it's something that I believe we lack in the body. Uh, we have made people our personal superstars. And listen, that I know for a fact is not the will of God. So we'll be learning, gleaning, um, being poured into, and somebody needs to mute their phone. You may be new to the call. You may not know the process and or the protocol, and we're not legalistic by any means. But it is extremely important that if you invite somebody to the call, you ask them, um, make sure to mute your phone, only because people listen to this near and far. Um, and we want to protect, protect the continuity of the sound. You have no idea how sound radiates while we're doing this. All right, so here we go. The Beatitudes. We're going to be coming from... Solely, Mark, I mean, I'm sorry, Matthew 5, 3 through 10, and it reads as follows. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure at heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Um, as we um, journey or sojourn, as my, my sweet Sadie would say, through this, this life and all that it has to offer, um, I, I believe that each one of us has our own personal uh, epiphany moments, our moments of revelation, our revelatory moments, uh, as as you would hear, cast across the pulpit. God begins to, uh, when we draw nigh to him, he begins to unfold the truth of his word to our hearts, and, and therein lies conversion. In that process, because the, the reality is I know people who are far my senior, who have not yet been converted, and, and you you ask yourself the question, how do you know, Dion, what, what tells you when someone is converted? The more we spend time in the presence of the Father, the more our hearts are exposed to the truth of what the Word of God says about us, the more we begin to pattern our lives, not after culture, not after societal norm, but after the heart of the Father. When we give ourselves permission to allow Holy Spirit uh, to lead and to guide us, it changes how we intake information, to be very, very honest. Um, 
and and it is our responsibility to do the necessary laborious work, and I do mean laborious. That just means working extremely hard um, for the end result. I'm an outcomes type of lady. I, I love results. I love impact. I love to see the narrative change. And and unfortunately, um, in most local worship assemblies, we see people oscillate between the world system and the world culture and the idea of the possibilities that kingdom kingdomdom offers. Christianity in and of itself uh, being the leading faith realm, period, um, over history. Every single religion on the planet uses something that the authenticator created, and then you'll see things that are bubbled around it. But these beatitudes, these eight different uh, scripture statements were declared by Jesus himself, right? And, And in listening, if you listen with a natural ear, it'll sound like you are uh, predisposed to a life of suffering and pain, <laughs> right? The immature ear would hear, you mean i got to be nothing to become something. And so actually that that's factual, but not nothing in uh, with the mind of being belittled or uh, dwindling down, but your will, the seat of your will, your mind, your will, your emotions, your I want, I think, I feel, absolutely have to be exposed to love and light to get to where it is that God is attempting to take you. Personally, um, I come from pride. I come from um, a line of really strong women uh, and the truth is our iniquitous sins, things that our forefathers historically have done over time, usually curses last about 40 years. And you can go into the Word. You can even study biblical curses and look at them yourself. Look at Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, to get context to what I said. Um, I don't want to steer too far away from the actual topic, but um, – the the specific scripture that I'm going to share about this morning and Tanya is going to um, follow up in the rear is Matthew uh, 5 and 5. And it says, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Derek Prince, um, again, who I am mentored by, many years after his departure from the earth realm, is probably one of uh, the most prolific deliverance ministers. And and when that's what you're called to is kind of just what you study. It is my greatest desire that people learn to live a life of liberty. And that's a a long haul. It's a long ride. Me, um, and, and this is my individual self, because of how um, my life rolled out before me, there were things that I did to survive, 
There were things that I did because I had to make sure that I was okay in my mind. That was before I recognized that God is my defender. That was before I understood that I never have to defend nor protect myself. That was before I came into the knowledge of Christ and him and his reality. Uh, Psalms 130, 119 says this. Uh, 119, 130, I'm sorry, I said it in reverse. The entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding, right? Uh, As I have begun to understand what sonship holds, and what that means is sonship not being gender specific, but being locational, being a posture, being an identity, being an idea. Most people in this era are suffering from an identity crisis, right? And so it was very necessary that I started to do the work of killing what I thought caused me to live. It meant that I had to change my mind about who I saw me as and adopt the mind of who God sees me as, right? So the word meek from the original language was used to describe reigning in a stallion, and I'll explain that a little further in just a moment. So so this idea is uh, pulling a wild horse in, and then taming it, right, controlled by a bit or a bridle. The horse is choosing to submit its authority. That is what meekness reflects, right? It is power under constraint, power under constraint. It is not being timid because I am in no wise timid. Uh, It is not being shy because I am in no way shy. It is, I know I could, can you mute your phone for us, please? I could cut you down with my words. I could be nice nasty. I could get you together. I could tell you something that perhaps you didn't know. However, meekness is a decision. It is dealing with the seat of your will, those soulish things, those things that have been um resonating in the soul of the man. That's what we fight on a constant base, right? The word says, if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When you give the spirit of God permission to override your desires, your thoughts, your wants, your will, everything changes. And it's a day-to-day job. It's a day-to-day journey. I have to every day remind myself, riding down the street when road rage would normally hit in, uh, walking in the store when somebody takes their basket and rams it into you when you could absolutely technically have a right to flash, uh, when somebody says something about you that you know isn't factual, you could get them together, you could check them, you could do all of that stuff. But the reality is meekness is to submit our authority by a choice. You decide to do so. I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's, that's a, a humongous waste of energy. What I love most about Derek Prince 
is he delivers the word of God so flat-footed. He teaches with power and authority, and and this is not to put him on a pedestal. This is just what what I've learned in coming out of being, quote, unquote, in the church building and becoming uh, placed under the will of God or to submit your will. So the world definition of meekness is to be submissive. For most women, that's a a challenging word in and of itself. But when you understand the power of what humility and meekness actually bring and build and birth in you, it's almost like you begin to chase after it. My personal conviction, my personal desire is that I would see people that knew me 20 years ago and they not recognize me, not because of what I look like, but because of what I look like. I hope that made sense. Um, not only is, is meekness not weakness, it is actually power under control. Right? So in Proverbs it says, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than one who captures the city. Right? Um, Again, keeping in mind that the word says that, uh, the word says that uh, those that are meek will inherit the earth. So you can capture a city with your might. You can capture a city with your strength, but wouldn't it make more sense to inherit the earth? (laughs) Wouldn't it make more sense to have dominion everywhere you go as opposed to a a regional location? Everybody's not called to the same thing. But I understand today that because I I am – and and as odd as this may sound, I'm an extreme introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert or an ubervert. I can't say it really well, but ubervert. And I'll post all of this in the victory room for you to see it. I can mix and mingle. Um, I can absolutely, a familiar space, I'm, I'm, really okay with communicating and talking and, um, and and demonstrating love and light. But the reality is most times at large events, especially if I don't know anybody, I'm not huge on big crowds. It tends to make me uncomfortable. If it's too many people, if you ask my children, I could be somewhere. And if it's too hectic, listen, I'm going to stop what I'm doing, turn around and exit. I know that's hard to imagine because of how vocal I am, especially concerning um, the word of God and loving on people. But I spend a huge amount of time alone, um, but but not lonely and not disconnected. Um, it is more hidden than it is um, anything else. I don't spend a whole bunch of time watching television. Um, I don't really watch the news, and and I promise I'll make all this make sense, and then I'm going to pass it to Tan. But I do all of that um, because of of how my giftings operate, how I hear, how I see, how I I perceive, and, and how I feel other people's stuff. It is really very precautionary for me because what I don't want to do is mix the culture of the world with the culture of the kingdom and then try to uh, distribute it to God's people with culture all over it. 
Um, I try to protect what I watch, what I see, what I hear, because I understand now, um, which took me quite some time to get to this place, and I'm still learning and still becoming progressive in chasing after um, and hungering and thirsting for what God's will is as it relates to how I move around. I don't have the liberty that everybody else does to just do what you want and and, and go where I want. I, I'm not um, – that's not what I'm allowed to do. And what I understand now more than anything is that it, it was God's way of helping me heal uh, the things that I had become. I was always – running and going and doing and moving. But what I see as I put on meekness, as I put on humility, because um, that's not always been my story, is that God will preserve you from the things that will keep you from walking into the greatness that he has for you. Proverbs 25 and 28 um, talks about gentleness. Let me, let me read it for you for context. Um, Proverbs 25 says, like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Now, as much as I would love to be at the function, I would love to be at the shinding, I would love to go here and go there and do this and do that because I understand the difference um, and and how he's uh, uh, made me different there are certain things that I have to exercise and execute with regard to putting on meekness. There's a huge difference between meekness and pride. There's a, a massive difference between humility and pride. And it takes constant cooperation with the Spirit of God in order not only to manage but to maintain day after day, and it's our responsibility to operate from a place of self-control in order to implement the truth of God's word concerning our life, right? Pride has been redefined in American culture as like a virtue, like it's, like it's a good thing to be, you know, even, even as we just ended the month of pride, right? Um, and, and this is not to slight anybody, this is not to hostile or talk about anybody who is um, in, in the middle of or even right now dealing with um, homosexuality. Listen, I don't care about none of that. That's your business. That's between you and God. But it's amazing how uh, the enemy will take what God gave us as a symbolic remembrance of his promises never being broken and take it and pervert it with the celebration of same-sex love. Right, it is um, it is indicative of of them and their culture and us and ours. Right, the strong, the beautiful, the powerful, the intelligent, and the privileged take every opportunity to put themselves on pedestals to high side and tell us all about how wonderful and fabulous they are and how much they've done and where they've been. And I mean, that's the culture of today. The culture tells us that it's, it's better to uh, uh, be proud than it is to bow your head and put chin to, te- chin to chest. Um, and so as we travel into even this topic this morning, and I'm sure the discussion is going to be fire, um, because not many people desire to be meek. I promise it's one of my greatest 
desires. And the reason being is because it opposes everything I was taught to do. Keeping in mind, y'all, y'all listening, money was my God, right? Money meant that I didn't have to trust anybody. Money meant that I could take care of myself. I didn't need anybody. Money meant that I didn't have to worry about or rely on God, on my mama, on grandma, on anybody, but that I could take care of myself. It meant that I was independent. And what this particular uh, beatitude is more focused on is really learning how to humble yourself under the hand of God to submit your will, to be uh, like that wild stallion who is controlled by the bridle only because he chooses to be. He could trample over the master at any given moment, but he makes a decision to submit his will by a small, small piece. Right. That being said, my prayer for you this morning as we continue this discussion is that you understand that handing over your will, um, submitting your will, and subjecting yourself to posturing in a place of meekness and humility is nothing more than one of the greatest things. It, it is um, it is so um, productive. It is so counterculture. It is so radical in a time where everybody looks to build themselves up, to build themselves a platform. If you guys notice, today is the first day that I've done banners for Declare Victory for a reason. Every now and then I'll throw one up just as a reminder as we are about to go back um, into live online. But I had to do it because now what we have on the line is what we call those that stick. It's not a good thing when we swell uh, for trying to make the numbers big. We average around about 100 people on the call a day, sometimes more. It just depends on what time of the month. That could be impressive for somebody that's not uh, not connected or, or it could be impressive. It's not impressive to me because if you're not changing, we're not doing anything. I don't care how many people get on this call every day. But when we start to teach people the rudimentary things that cause change of the heart, change of the posture, submission of your soul to the spirit of God, and when we start to build up the things of the spirit, I'm not interested in numbers. I'm interested in impact. That being said, I'll hand it to you, Sissy. Go ahead. Good morning, everybody. This is my sound check. I want to make sure that I am being heard. Well, I definitely uh, exemplified meekness last night at about 930, and I'm going to leave it at that. Meekness, Dion did a great job um, at setting the foundation, and I want to pick it up. So. When I think about um, meekness, I want to uh, pivot just a little. Um, very, very, very many salvation is not required to possess, to possess or even demonstrate meekness. For example, m- many people believe that Asians are, are weak, simpletons, that they're ignorant. Now, I'm, I'm sure there are some, there's a percentage of Asians that meet that characteristic or, or possess those characteristics, but collectively that, that's not true. Culturally, Asians are not, con- they are not confrontational. 
as it's seen as a as a sign of disrespect uh to be aggressive or even to be direct in your conversation um the asian culture uh uh uses the indirect approach um that's that's how they are these th- so these characteristics are based on their beliefs in peace harmony tranquil and tranquility and that type of thing which is connected to their religious beliefs uh, unfortunately, westernized Asians are becoming more contaminated with the negative characteristics or some of the narrative characteristics that um, they witness in um, the Western uh, society. Secondly, um, just as a point of reference, people that speak English as a second language have to literally interpret the verbal and nonverbal communication that they hear and see and then respond. So it takes a little minute. So the next time you have a conversation with somebody that speaks English as a second language or you um, hear somebody making a stereotypical comment, but just remember that it takes a minute to translate not only your communication, but your nonverbal communication. Um, and, and they're doing this in a matter of seconds. Um, as Beyond spoke this morning, I was thinking about um, uh, meekness, and I, 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 the Lord dropped the Holy Spirit dropped this in my in my spirit. Meekness is intentional. For example, when I get in my car, I intentionally put my seatbelt on. When I leave my house, I intentionally lock my door. These are things that I'm doing intentionally. I want to look at some examples. So, again, meekness is intentional. Now, do you get it overnight? No. Some people are born with um, certain characteristics, like Dion talked about earlier, um, you know, uh, the gentleness and being being, being quiet and um, not imposing their, their will on others, right? And so that's a part of some people's uh, – it's, it's a part of their DNA. It's a part of their makeup. <clears throat> Maybe it also is exemplified in the household that they grow up in. It's how they learn how to function. Um, but I want to talk about meekness um, and give you some scriptures that that speak to that either specifically talk speak to uh, being meek, or they infer meekness. Uh, Titus three and two says to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers but gentle showing all meekness unto all men. So in other words, what Paul what was what was being said here is that these are characters characteristics that we should avoid. So in other words, avoid speaking evil against your brother or your sister. Avoid that. What's what is it what does it um what does it profit you? How do you benefit by speaking evil? Um avoid those and or and or do not um, yourself be a brawler, a fighter, and not just fighter in words, but fighter physically. But in other words, but in, but instead be gentle, showing all, not a little, all weakness. In other words, showing gentleness, not weakness. This is a decision. Just like I talked about, you put, I make a decision to, to put my seatbelt on. I make a decision to put on meekness. I make a decision to shut my mouth. I make a decision to stop for a minute collect my thoughts, just like somebody who speaks English as a second language. You Holy Spirit, I make a conscious decision. It don't mean I'm being weak. 
It doesn't mean that I didn't hear you. It doesn't mean that I'm at a loss for words. I'm making a decision to recalibrate and to put on some more meekness because the Tanya in me <laughs> wants to flash. The t- now, I'm not gonna, I don't flash like Dion. I have a different way of flashing. I, I, my, well, I want, well, my way of flashing would be cutting you with my words without you even realizing that you bleed when, we, when you leave away, from, when, you, when we depart company. Or getting that nice nasty with a with a um, with a hint of hot sauce, right? So I'm making a decision not to do that. Let me be quiet and center myself. Holy Spirit, help me. To what do I do now? Just be quiet. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah, make, being intentional. All right, moving along. Philippians two three through four, and I'm reading. I'm sorry that um, Titus scripture that I just read. I read that from the Good News translation. Titus 3, 2. Philippians 2, 3 through 4, and this is, the rest of these scriptures will be um, in our and it's just a couple more. Do nothing out of self-ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, each of you to the interests of the others. So if you've been an attention whore, it's time to change some things. In other words, you do things to be seen. You do things because you want the attention. You do things because you want the accolades. Now, listen, I like accolades. I like I like attention. But I'm not intentionally doing things so that I can bring intention to myself. That also speaks to low self-esteem. You talk too much. You, 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 you always gotta, gotta, you gotta answer for everything. You, um, in a conversation and you are listening to speak. You're not listening to understand. Um, you are helping people, but you're doing it from with the, the, uh, the from the posture of I'm better than. That's not that's not meekness. The only only reward you're gonna get out of that is the thank you that you get from the person. That you're helping. Moving on, First Peter five, five through six says, "In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's." mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. So that's two scriptures, and within those two scriptures, we see the word humility and humble three times. So there's an emphasis there, and y'all might have thought I was making that up. We make a decision to put on meekness. We make a decision to put on humility. Uh, Peter clearly said, all of you, everybody, nobody gets a pass. No bishop, no apostle, no prophet, no prophetess, no deaconess, no deacon, no usher, no usherite, no nobody. Nobody gets the path, especially as the body of Christ. Meekness is something that we should put on. Listen, we got we got designer meekness that we get to put on every day, that we should put on every day, because that's what the Word tells us to do. 
Luke 6, 35 to 36. I know some people might be having an argument in your head, but I'm not weak. I don't want people are going to think I'm weak. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to address that in just a few minutes. Luke 6, 35 to 36 says, but love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then, then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Now, this Luke um, 6, 35 through 36 scriptures, um, I want to challenge you to read if you're gonna, if you're taking notes, I want to challenge you to start at verse 27 because it it goes into a little bit more detail about how we should treat our enemies. Now, I know for some of you, I probably lost you, but I I want to encourage you just listen to me for a few more minutes. Loving your enemies is probably one of the most selfless acts that we can uh, pursue. Um, because we literally are killing our flesh, killing the spirit of vengeance, killing the spirit of I'm going to get you back, killing the spirit of, yeah, I'm throwing major shade at you based upon what you did. Guess what? That is at the seat of pride. Pride says, how dare you do that to me? Who do you think you are? I almost used another word. After all I've done for you, how how in the world could you treat me like that? I remember when I did this for you. I remember when I did that for you, and you're going to repay me by doing X, Y, Z in the whole alphabet? I wish I would forgive you. Right? At the seat of pride because the word tells us love your enemies, do good to them, lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Now, you can make a decision that you're not going to do any of that. It's your choice. You don't have to listen to anything I said. You don't have to listen to anything beyond it. But I tell you what, when you do listen, the Father doesn't ask us to do anything in which he is not going to reward us. Now, the reward may not, it could be monetary. It absolutely could. It could be spiritual. It could be with your head. It could be tangible or it could be intangible. But it can also be a both and. But there's a reward. Listen, there's a reward coming. You can stoop in bitterness because your 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 inability or your unwillingness to forgive whoever it is that has wronged you. Yes, the molester. Yes, the person who, um, the pedophile. Yes, the person who stole that money. Yes, the person who borrowed that money and said, I promise I'm going to pay you back. Yes, the person who talked you into co-signing for that loan and it damaged your credit because you really didn't have the capacity to pay it. And now you are you are paying another kind of price. All of that. Listen, there was a reward when we are exemplifying meekness and humility. That's the word, you guys. And listen, I prefer God's rewards as opposed to the rewards 
I can, you know, you can sign up for rewards, right? You, everybody got rewards now. Safeway, Chevron, Exxon, Nordstrom, nor everybody got a reward program. You spend so much money, you put in so much work, and you get a little bitty reward on the tail end. And it just, it's, it's a marketing ploy to get us to continue to shop with them. And sometimes, you know, Starbucks got rewards too. But I'm saying, those rewards do not compare to the rewards that God has waiting. He ain't putting them together. <laughs> They're waiting for us. Okay, I'm getting ready to close. Again, meek people initiate, manifest, Put on self-control. It's a decision. That's how we put it on. We're encouraged to be meek in the light of the Lord and not oppose, uh, excuse, and and not oppose um, meekness uh, or humility, but be faithful to Him, Him being God. Submission to the will of God. It can absolutely be difficult. It can be tiresome. It can be frustrating, but it will bring us peace and tranquility in this world and the next. I want to I want to um I want to look at a couple of more things and then then we'll open it up. Uh, I want to talk about the S word really quick. Dion mentioned it earlier, the S word meaning submission. Um submission is parallel to humility as I said earlier as well as meekness. But I want you to remember that it's a power move. Anytime you exemplify submission or humility or meekness, it really is a power move. Not only you exemplify the power to, to, to control your power, right, the will to control your power, but it's also, especially if you're in a, in a relationship, if you're married, it's giving your spouse permission to leave while you leave from the second chair. That is a place of power when you leave from the second chair. And if you know how to do it right, <laughs> if you know how to do it right, if you learn how to use that position, not not to to use it or to abuse it, you can still get the, the things that you want to get done, you can still get them done. If you know how to frame um, uh, whatever the ask is or whatever the, the thing is, you know how to frame it correctly, you, you, you can still get that stuff done. Okay, I'm going to move from there. The opposite of submission is fueled by pride. Let's, let me say that again. The opposite of submission is always, always fueled by pride. If you're saying, I'm not submitting to him, I'm not submitting to that authority because, and you put in your, the seat of that is pride. Let me give you an example. Non-cooperation, that's a prideful person. Perversity, that's a prideful person. Disruptiveness, that's a prideful person. Bullheadedness, that's a prideful person. Why am I using these words? Because they're the opposite of submission. I want to use one character to paint the picture of meekness, power under control. That one person is Jesus. He has all power. He has all power in the world. Yet, he allows people to lie on him to beat him so badly that he's disfigured. He was, if the scriptures say, I believe it's in Isaiah, it says that he was unrecognizable. They create a crown because he said he was the king of Jews. The Jews, he's the king of kings, and he is. They make a crown of thorns, and the thorns are not the regular thorns that you see on a rose petal. These jokers are like, they um, could be up to an inch long. 
right? Um, and they make this crown, and they 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 press it into his head. Imagine the pressure in his skull and the blood that's running down his um, his head into his eyes. You know that's that's got to sting. It's got to hurt. It's irritating. You want to wipe it or whatever, right? Um, he allows them to spit on him. Talk about humiliating. He allows them to tie him to a whipping block and to beat him until his back, his chest, his shoulders are a bloody pulp with his entrails, his guts being exposed. Not only that, but his muscles, his nerves, the tendons, all of that is exposed. He's so meek that he does his best to carry his own cross up a hill. But he's so exhausted. He's so weak and dehydrated. He's so tired from loss of blood that he cannot make the journey. So someone is Simeon is 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 commissioned to come and help him. Lastly, he lays down on a rough, rugged cross. They didn't sand that wood. They didn't they didn't shoot, they didn't put um lacquer on it to make sure that it was a nice even coat. <laughs> they they he lays down or they might have thrown him down on the cross, on on his bloody back with his entrails hanging out. Again, the nerves and the muscles exposed to the elements, to the dirt, to to the splinters on the cross as they pound spikes into his hands and both his feet. The very people that Jesus came to save humiliate him, brutalize him, and murder him. Yet, Jesus resisted. Resisted what? He resisted stopping all of it, killing them all, and exemplified humility that we will never match. Why did he do that? had a mission to accomplish. We needed a savior. Meekness is a decision. What will you decide? And with that I wanna I wanna pray and then we're gonna open the call up and Dion and I will tag team um, on the Love Life and Victory Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for what we heard and experienced this morning. As we proceed this month, learning about the Beatitudes, really what it is is your instruction in kingdom living. We have so much to learn. I thank you for the Holy Spirit that is our teacher, our leader, our guide, our plumb line that will pull us in check and remind us, don't do that. Admit yourself. Put on meekness today. Whatever it is that he tells us, that our minds and our hearts are open and we crucify flesh, not with the nails and the spikes that they used when they crucified you, but we make a decision to tell no, to tell self no, it's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to 
exemplify. I'm going to be an ambassador today. I'm going to be a light. I'm going to be an example. When we when we silence pride, when we silence self, when it um, eggs us on to retaliate um, and to act in self, um, when we make a decision to put on humility, not out of weakness, but putting our strength under control, we thank you, Father, for the ability that the Holy Spirit gives us. He helps us. We're not doing it in and of ourselves. We're not doing it uh, all, all on our own. We're doing our part, and we're allowing the Holy Spirit to do the rest. We thank you for the conversation that we're about to have. We thank you for the healing that is taking place. Even as I speak, we thank you that you are the bomb in Gilead, and you are administering your bomb to those who, have, um, who, who are in need. However much they need, there's enough for all of us this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, good morning, God morning to all of you. So um, this is the time where we're first going to allow you to say good morning, but I'm going to give order. We want to allow people who who you've never said good morning before, or this is your very first time um, uh, uh, on the call, we want to allow those people first an opportunity to say good morning. Again, the category is you've never um, been on the call before. It's your very first time. We want to have the opportunity to allow you to speak first. Or if you've been on the call for a little while or a long time and you've never said good morning and this morning you feel like doing it, we want to open the call up to you first. Who are you? Welcome. All right, going once. Going twice. All right, we want to open the call up to our brothers first. Ladies, hold on. If there are any of our men, we want to give them an opportunity to say good morning first. And I know some of you may be working. Good morning. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Good to hear you. Any of our other brothers want to say good morning? Hey, good morning. It's Brother Sid on the call. How's everybody doing today? Hey, Sid. Good morning. Yo, 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 yo. It's the yo, yo man. Hey, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo. (laughs) Any other men? Any Any other brothers? All right. Thanks for setting it off, guys. All right, ladies. Good morning to you. Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, hey. it's Carla. Hey, morning, guys. Good morning, it's Patrice. Hey, pretty. Good, Good morning, morning, Sister Stephanie. Hey, Good morning, Good morning. excited Krishanda. <laughs> hey, Krishanda. Good morning, We heard five people at one time. What y'all say? <laughs> this is Catherine. Hey, Cat. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Leomia. Good morning. Hey, hey, Leomia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It was four of y'all that time. <laughs> 
<laughs> good morning, it's Monica. Hey, Monica, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Tina. Hey, Tina, good morning. You sound good, morning, good this morning. Thank you. Hey, good morning. You're welcome. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, it's jubilant. Hey, Juju, good morning. Good morning, dynamic doulas. <laughs> good morning, Shell. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tosh. Good morning. God bless you. Whoever that was. Good morning, it's Gloria. It's Gloria. Love y'all. Okay. Love you. Good morning, it's Beverly. Hey, Beth. Good morning. Good morning, it's Christina. Hi, Christina. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey. Hey, sugar. Sugarfoot? Anybody else? Hey, man, Tan, since you uh, went last, I'll let you start, and then we'll just kind of hand it off back and forth. Really quick, before we go into Love, Life, and Victory, for those of you that were um, trying to call uh, to be on the Archer Circle last night, just heads up. Anytime there is an Archer Circle call, it's always done live on Zoom, the exact same phone number, just a different platform. So you'll always use Zoom and just use the call number for access, just FYI. That's Wednesday night, and um, Gloria is teaching on the courts of heaven. So I wanted to say that before I forgot because I had several people trying to um, jump on last night thinking that it was the regular call number. You you guys actually meet live face-to-face, which is very different. So Zoom, Wednesday nights, same call number. You just join a meeting. That's it. Just FYI, guys. All right, Tan, go ahead. I guess I should take myself off mute first. Um, that would help. Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, so good morning again. And uh, for those that are new to the call, um, the way that we do this is that if you have a question or a comment uh, or you need clarity, um, this is what Love, Life, and Victory is about. We want to dissect. Um, the, the 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 share the heart share that um, that we have now I don't have any specific questions for you this morning uh, but if someone would like to if somebody has a uh, question comment or uh, needs clarity now is the time to uh, for it. This is Tina. I heard earlier you someone mentioned something about a Derek, somebody that you listen to. Are they like on Facebook or something? So I usually um I usually listen to him. I have several of his books, but when I want I'm I'm super auditory learner, so I like to listen to the words. 
simply because the word says faith comes by hearing. So I listen to him on YouTube or either um, Audible. What's the name, the last name? Derek Prince. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, Tan, do you, what's the Andrew, what's what's the man's name? That Andrew, you're teaching Reed. Andrew Murray. Andrew Murray. Um, Tina, that's what I would suggest you start with, Andrew Murray, uh, a, a writer. He was uh, just writing, his series is from like 1826 or something like that, but extremely, extremely relevant. They have updated versions, so it's not in third language. So Andrew Murray, Derek Prince, those are both awesome, awesome uh, teachings on humility and meekness. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello. Hello. So it's Krishanda. I knew it was going to be you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I just felt like I got a big old Christmas present. I'm so excited for the teaching this month. You guys were so awesome. I felt like I was sitting there at your guys' feet just listening, and I'm so excited that God is bringing this word today. It's such a hard word, but such a good, good, necessary word. So um, I felt like dancing and singing the whole time you guys were declaring. God bless you both. So excited. Love you, Krishant. I love your spirit. You're so sweet. It's funny. <laughs> I know. I'm. I know. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm a square, but I just have to be honest with who I am. <laughs> we love it. How about that? God bless you. That was very sweet. That was very sweet. Thank you, Krishant. Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Good morning, ladies. Hey, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to say thank you both so much for your radical teaching. I just want to thank you for staying consistent. And I just wanted to tell you both this morning that I love you so much. And I am just going to marinate on that word this morning. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. We love you more. How about that? I know that was so sweet. We love you too, Trace. Tracy probably is the uh, when when given the opportunity, the picture of humility and meekness. Yeah, for real. Seriously. Yeah, that's that's what I see in you. We love you back. How about that? Thank you. (laughs) Amen. Any anybody else? Anybody want to fight us for talking about this this morning? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Hey, 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 hey. Well done. I'm not going to fight y'all. No, 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 because I'm not going to, you know, you listen, you know, I'm going to fight you, but I will fight for you and about you. But, um, Tan, the submission part, I just got to tell y'all thank you because, honestly, I've struggled with that word for years. First marriage, it was out the window, but I've truly learned, like you said, it's so dope when you understand how powerful it is when you just submit. You ain't no punk. It don't make you weak or anything. But you really, like me, I'm going to be honest, I get my way because I understand that it's a partnership. So it's not um, anything wrong with that. And then just the way you two tag teamed and this teaching this morning should have changed everybody. Nobody should hang up from this call just saying, love you. I got to go cook for these babies. 
Hey, ladies. Yeah, submission is, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Tanya, I'll wait. Submission is so misunderstood, and it's a trick of the enemy, really, um, because if you have the head, the, the, the husband and the wife at odds, they really can't accomplish whatever it is, their, whatever their purpose is, right? They can't, they, they, they will not have a unified relationship. They'll have, um, they'll have unnecessary problems. So, so just like the, so the enemy is a, he, he, listen, he's very strategic. I'm not giving him any, any, I'm not glorifying him at all. I'm giving you um, characteristics about his personality because it's important for you to know your enemy. He is your enemy. He does not like you. He does not play fair. He fights dirty. He will trick you. He will manipulate if you allow him, if you are not aware. And so one of the things that he's done to us as women is to make us think that being submissive is a sign of weakness, that if I'm weak, I'm just going to be a doormat for my spouse. I'm going to be, you know, people just going to run all over me. Listen, we just told you meekness is power under control. And so um, I learned early on in when I was, you know, when Carl was living early on in our marriage, I learned because they just at church they used to preach about the wife is supposed to submit, the wife is supposed to be supposed to submit, and they said it so much. And in the tone in which they said it, it almost made it sound like it was a derogatory term. And I know that that was not the meaning, but they never really explained. Or I don't remember them explaining in detail what that meant. And so once I did my own study, once I realized, oh. I'm letting him lead me. <laughs> he ain't he ain't leading me by four. I'm allowing him to lead. And so you go ahead and lead. And if you make the blunder, I'm going to be like, I told you so. No, not really. That wouldn't be sufficient. But I hope you understand what I'm saying. So go ahead. Hey, I was just going to say, me too. I'm still learning, Tanya. I ain't made it up to 40 years um, about the submission yet. But I'm learning. I'm learning. A wise woman told me instead of telling him, what he should do, what he needs to do, say, can I suggest? And then, therefore, that gives um, a yield to um, both of us being offended and de- and having defense for what she always got to tell me what to do. But, again, that, had, that took a wise woman that um, had to grow me up in that area. I like the point that you said, that we um, make a, a decision or we make a cognitive thinking first, conscious decision to put on meekness when we when people say certain things to us and when they do certain things to offend us uh, for a long time I was mad at the people about the rainbow I was like how could you where did you see all this other stuff outside of the promises of God where do you see that but again I had to put on meekness because everyone doesn't uh, think or know or have experienced um, who he is so when I see them now, I, I smile. Believe me, I take nothing away from them. But I, I say the the meaning of the colors of the rainbow as they're talking. I I think about love. I think about um, green. That's life, and blue is the heavenly things. And that indigo in between that purple and then the blue is the covering of royalty and Jesus that covers us. So I think about those things instead of trying to, um, what is the word, um, you know, point the finger at them. So 
thank you for uh, reminding us that we have to put on those things and not um, look at for what they're thinking and how they've distorted things. So, love you. You know, I um, thought about something. Oh, go, go ahead. Just go ahead. one more time. Um, I, when I came in, I heard, I don't know which one of you guys, but you were speaking about the 40 years and the scripture was Deuteronomy, but I missed the, the scripture, the numbers. Uh, that must have been Dion. I don't think I gave a Deuteronomy scripture. Oh, I'm sorry. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28. Um, and and Tina, it would serve you really, really well. Um, this is what I was telling you the other day. The Archer Circle. I believe it'll be a great fit for you where you are, where you're trying to get to, and the teaching this uh, this series that they're working in is called the Courts of Heaven. It will help you a whole bunch with the things that you're dealing with. That's on Wednesday night on Zoom, okay? And I'll I'll make sure you get the information. Thank you. No problem, sweetheart. Anybody else? Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello, this is Sister Stephanie. I'd just like to say thank you so much. I was humbled by um, your declaration. And um, there's so many things that I wanted to say. But I was just telling somebody that um, I went through so many different phases in life, and I feel like I'm having a rebirth. And I don't know whether what happened after 18 and the 40 years or whatever, but I get to restart my life. And um, um, to be humble, like you're saying, the meekness is not so much as um, being lowered and cowered down, but it's a quiet strength because in your meekness, God is putting up a shield of protection around me, I feel like. And I feel like under his protection and under his guidance, I don't have to put up defenses because I know that he's there with me. And so I'm walking strong in, and I'm walking strong through his strength. And um, also, um, 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 you said something about the marriage. Um, I gave him the first time I got married, I was 18, and I buckled against that. What do you mean I have to submit? Who, who does he think he is? Why do I have to submit? da, 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 da. But then when I get married the second time, um, I, I allow I, I came further into the recognition recollection that you know what to submit means it means that I'm being protected. It means that I'm I I don't have to take accountability for this because he is the one that's taking all the stuff. He is the one and he's running interference for me. But anyway, God allows him to run that so that I can submit up under him and we can get that together. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good stuff, Stephanie. Yeah. Very good. Like it. And it, it, I, it I also wanna... oh, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, it, it also lends to you you have to um be very, very mindful when selecting a mate or being selected by a mate. It is so important that you trust who you are submitting to. Oh, got you, Jordan. Okay, I got it. Now. I got it. Clear me now. I really do. Yeah, you, you got it. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it. You have to make sure that you're paying attention. Um, people ask me a lot of times why I'm single, and the reality is I can't afford 
to submit myself to somebody that has no vision and has no mission and has no direction because I will struggle with being submitted to them. If I know where I'm going and you don't, if I follow you, then we both going to be lost. The devil and his mama is a lie. I'm not going nowhere with anybody that I cannot trust um, to submit everything that I am to. And so, again, that's another way of getting low. I, I realize that there are certain things that I'm going to have to do, and so if, if it means that I have to be single, then I have to do that because submitting to somebody who is not submitted will always create a problem for me. Ask me how I know. <laughs> I know thrice. How about that? Dun, 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 dun. You got some practice, huh? You got some I practice. I got me huh? some practice, yes, honey. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's my line or your line. Does anybody? Do you hear that buzzing? I don't know if somebody needs to mute the phone or what. Oh, maybe it's not now. Okay, it could be me. You know, my signal out here. I want to, I want to offer some balance here. So when we're talking about um, cause, because I don't want people to go to the extreme. Oh, it is, yeah, That it, it, I just saw your text, Dion, so I guess it is my, I don't know what to do. Um, uh, I can't really. It's better, it's better now. It, it was just, okay. it was doing some breaky stuff. Okay, I'll make this comment and then I'll hang up and call back in. But, but what no, I want to, no, what you I want to. right now. Oh, okay. It's so what is that. Um, don't guys I wanna I wanna offer balance. There's balance in everything. There's balance in this walk. So as we're talking about being submissive, as we're talking about being meek, as we're talking about um exemplifying humility, we are not talking about being a doormat. We're not saying that people treat you any kind of way. That's that's not that's going from one extreme to the other. What we're saying is is that you exemplify and exercise more self-control. That that if you feel yourself about to flash or about to, you know, let somebody have it or whatever, you know, uh, descriptive you want to put there, that you take a minute to collect yourself first. Remind yourself that you are a representative of Christ. That you're an ambassador of Christ. Is this going to embarrass Christ? Is this going to embarrass the Holy Spirit by what's my action or by my word? And that don't take a whole lot of time to think. You know, sometimes we need to think before we react anyway. We don't necessarily have to, unless there's an emergency, we don't necessarily have to re- react immediately. Even if, even if it is somebody like, you're at, for example, you're at work and somebody is jamming you out, your boss is jamming you up and you feel yourself getting angry. Um, it's, it's, it's appropriate to say, I need to take a moment. Um, I need to take a moment, and, and then I'll and then I'll answer you. But that's appropriate. And if they won't listen, it's also appropriate to stand there and look at them like they're crazy. Don't put that look on your face. Just stand there and be silent. That's that's appropriate, right? Um, so I, again, I want to say that being submissive doesn't mean that you are um, you are going to complete extreme of allowing people to take advantage of you, of, of allowing people 
to abuse you. That's not what humility is. All right. I'm, I'm going to hang up and call right back. Okay, sis. Hey, man. A- anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. For, uh, it's funny. Uh, I was just listening to all the talk. Uh, all of you people who are interested uh, in relationships and, and are married, we have a call every Monday, six and uh, we uh, we talked about in fact we talked about submission uh, a few times, but I did a declaration on submission because when we look at submission, and, and most times we go to the root, uh, which is uh, Ephesus chapter five, I think one to twenty five. We all you know sometimes we always stop. 21st verse, which I think is of husband, and but if we get Paul goes down later on and says submitting to one another uh, out of reverence for Christ, um, you are exactly right in terms of what you said in your declaration before that. When we look at these words, um, and I gave the example Monday, there are certain words now that when we hear them, it, it brings up a certain um, image and that these words weren't intended that way, but they have changed over time. Um, like, for example, before 1920, if you said the word gay, you know, you already thought of somebody as happy or lightheaded uh, uh, or, 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 or lighthearted. But now when you say the word gay, you know, a different thing. Or if you say the word cloud, you may not think of, of, of the fluffy white things in, in, in the sky, all because of the culture we're in. Well, submission is the same way. And so I, um, the Greek word is hypertasio, okay? And so when you go to that word, and just, and, and just like uh, in English, we have one word for submit. But in the Hebrew and Greek languages, a lot of times it all depends on the context and the situation in which you use that word. It may have two or three, uh, uh, the Greek and the, uh, and the Hebrew, especially Hebrew, may have two or three different words that that will sound the same. I mean, not sound the same, but will pertain to the to one word we have in English. But I digress. So what we were talking about, and and when you begin to unwrap the word like you did meekness, uh, it actually comes out to being not like you say being a doormat or or one definition is willingly putting yourself over uh, underneath uh, the authority of another. But when I began to uncover the meaning of the word, it's also um, fighting. For that person, or, or playing, or warring on behalf of that person, and so when you see that definition, it brings a whole different perspective about submitting. So when a wife submits, and when Paul, <clears throat> through the words, tells us to mutually submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, in a believer's marriage, in a believer's relationship. The husband and the wife always submit to one another because, 
like me and my wife June, whenever we come to decision and whether whether we come to a, a direction, we understand and we intentional about making sure that Christ <clears throat> is the head of our marriage. And so we discuss, uh, and even when we are at difficulties, or even when we are, um, even when we have difference of opinion, we always discuss, we always pray, and we seek on, on God for, for the guidance. Mm-hmm. And so for us, mutual submission is, we, it's like a triangle. Now, I'm on one corner, and my wife is on the other corner, but always the top of the triangle is God. And so you always have that, you always have God coming down both sides of the triangle. So this is how we look at mutual submission. And also because marriage is, 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 is a reflection of um, our, our, our relationship to God, but also the relationship of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So when you see um, Christ when he was here on earth, he always modeled that. You know, <clears throat> it is my meat to do my Father's will. Or when Christ says, "I don't, I do nothing except my Father bids it." And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just really kind of just being translational here. And Amen. Still of marriage, you know, Christ came down to die, but any one of the Godhead could have come down. Amen. Submission is knowing my role, having the same power, but submitting because out of perfect love and perfect trust for one another. Amen. Amen. Thanks for that, Eric. Monday night, 630, right? Yes. Uh-huh. We talk about all this type of stuff. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good this morning. is pretty Patrice. Thank you guys so much for the declaration. Wonderful declaration. Wonderful conversation this morning. I just got a call yesterday from someone at my church asking me to become uh, the treasurer of a department that I um, was asked to be a part of and and I said, okay. And she said, well, you can think about it or pray about it. I said, oh, no, I don't have to do that. You know, I'm gladly working for Jesus. So whatever is needed, whatever is necessary. And I could care less about a title. I could care less about, you know, any of that. So I thank you guys for... Um, the lesson on the Beatitudes, I will humbly go into this with the attitude that I am doing it unto the Lord. And as Brother Eric shared, we uh, talked about obedience versus um, submission on Monday. And coming from a um, relationship before marriage, uh, um, 
an abusive relationship. I had a hard time submitting until I looked at it differently. I love my husband to pieces, and I am doing it unto the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the head of our marriage. I feel like I'm echoing. Can you guys hear that? No, you're you're fine, pretty. Okay. Um, I I love him to life. I'm grateful that God picked my husband for me. That that it wasn't. It, I said yes, of course, but I know that God gave him to me. The perfect, um, gentle spirit to 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 aid and to guide and to lead this household, and so I humbly and gladly um, allow him to do that. And I have learned not to buck, not to kick, not to scream. Because that's how I came in, um, because I had been abused. I, you ain't finna tell me what to do. <laughs> My husband has allowed me to be me, um, and I thank him, and I thank God for him. So wonderful declaration, wonderful conversation this morning. I love you guys. We love you more. How about that? <laughs> That's pretty right there. That's pretty all yes, day long. Show enough. Show enough, auntie. Good morning. I have a question. Go ahead. What do you What do you do when, or uh, how do you, how do you manage when you you've been anointed? to be married to the person who you're married to, and they have a beautiful soul, beautiful heart, but it's wrapped in a difficult personality. And um, I I do, I do, uh, I am meek, and I do submit because he, he loves the Lord. I mean, what, I mean, I call him Jesus' little helper. <laughs> but um, there's a, it's a difficult, it's a beautiful soul wrapped in a difficult personality, and sometimes it's it's difficult to 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 maintain that meekness. Now, I'm not saying that like I get I'm a pushover, I get ran over. That's not the case. But sometimes it can be difficult. It, it, can anyone help or give any insight? Yes, or? Lord. Yes, Lord. I can help you, child. I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that that's me going on mute. Go here, Ken. <laughs> I love Carl Alexander to life. He was good to me. He was my friend. He made me laugh. Um, he was a great provider. He was an amazing lover. He was a good listener, and he was my biggest cheerleader. But some days I did not like Carl Alexander. Some days I just like, oh, my God. Um, and so uh, we were married 30, 31 years. Um, and his personality could absolutely be challenging. You liked him or you didn't. 
There was no gray area. Um, and so what I had to learn to do was first I had to find my own identity within our marriage. I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about anybody else. I don't know how other people do it. I had to find myself in in who am I in this marriage. Because we didn't have the type of marriage where he said, you got to submit to me. You got to clean up. You got to cook. He was very he was very easy to please. He just, you know, um, yeah, he just he, he asked a lot of questions because he was very analytical. But one of the what I what I rather than bucking up against that, I realized I could not change him. Like no matter how much I fussed about what he was ta- or complained about something or tried to um, demonstrate the way that things should be done or how it, you know, um, I I'm, I had to accept the fact that he is who he is. This is who God blessed me with. And the qualities of the the the, the things that got on my nerves that I didn't like or even that I didn't agree, they didn't outweigh the positives in our relationship. So I started to pray for me and ask God to make me the wife that Carl needs. I stopped praying for God to change him. I know it sounds cliche-ish, but really, I I stopped. And I've, I've read some books about the power of the praying wife and that kind of thing. And I also did scriptures about submission, um, not did scriptures, but studies about scriptures and the, the um, submission and the role of a wife and that type of thing. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it, 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 it had to do with me. God, help me. I know you put us together. I know you did. There's no question in my mind. But I I need help with being who he needs. Once I let the pride go of, you should do it my way, <laughs> or trying to be in control of, Carl was a grown man, and you are not controlling him. That's not happening. He was not weak by any man, by any means. He was not a pushover. Um, he not gonna, we're not going to argue and fight. You know, he'll, he, he had a way of dealing with things. But my, my whole point is this. It's time to start praying for you. And asking God to make you, since you said, and I'm not, this is no shade at all. You know you're anointed for, and marriage, you got to be anointed to be married. I believe it's a gift. I don't believe any and everybody can be married because everybody's not willing to do the submission part. And everybody's not willing to let some people are too selfish to be married. And that's okay if that's what it is. But that's where I would start is is praying. And you might even have to fast about it. And don't stop praying for your husband. But the change needs to come from you. Does that help? That helps a great deal because the same way you described your husband, I mean, you described mine to AT. So that was excellent. <laughs> excellent. Thank you oh, so we, much. We, we, know, we, we know it when we hear it. And guess what? <laughs> you're, 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 guess what's going to happen? You're going to become an amazing – you're going to surprise your – listen, when you give up to the Lord, when you say, God, you take the wheel, you're going to be surprised at some of the things you do. Wait, where'd that come from? I know that was God. But what's going to happen is you're going to teach your generation and your circle how to teach, how to, how to treat their spouses. That's, that's the beauty. And, God, and you're not going to take the credit, credit for it. You're not going to be a glory thief. You're going to give the credit to God. Amen. Thank you. 
Welcome. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. God bless everyone on the line this morning. Uh, Dion, you guys did a great job. This is something, this is a subject that I seriously need, and I'm looking forward to growing in it. And Dion, by the way, I'm single for the same reasons you are. <laughs> um, but what I was thinking about was being me. And if anybody had asked me, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Oh, yeah, I'm I'm Um, so anyway, as I was talking to my daughter about being humble, now my daughter isn't a believer. She turned atheist on me after she got grown. But when she told me that I was not humble, folks, I wanted to cry. I was so hurt because I didn't think that was me. I'm like, how could somebody think I'm not a humble person? But I know that I need work in this area and I recognize it. And I appreciate um, this month's topic because I am looking forward to growing. Thank you so much. Going back on you. Thanks, man. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. This is Miss Tony. Hey, I Tony. God for declare victory. I enjoy every morning listening to everyone, and no, I don't struggle with that word anymore. I used to. My mother used to hit me in the mouth. Everything came to my head. It came out. Because I had not humbled myself and I was young, we live and we learn. But what came to me was Mary and Martha. When Mary was washing Jesus' feet and Martha was so busy, she told on Mary. But we have to decide and come to realization, are we a Mary or are we a Martha? Are we going to be a busybody or are we going to humble ourselves before the mighty wings of God? So I thank God for that word on today, meekness. I had a situation at my door on yesterday, and I had to humble myself. And the Spirit kept saying, humble yourself, stand down. And I just override it, and, I, and it kept saying, humble yourself. And I was submitted to that, and I listened to the Holy Spirit. And eventually the situation calmed down, and we were good. But I thank God for his word. You all make me think. You make me get little Bible studies in my mind and go back to the Word and study some more. So I thank you all for Declare Victory, and we do have the victory. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Miss Tony. You're welcome. Anybody else? Anybody? <laughs> and I, I have some information um, that I want to share before we get off the line that may be helpful for someone. <clears throat> um, but I will take the and it's it's important, so don't don't hang up just yet, because I promise if you need it, it's going to bless your soul. It's gonna bless your whole socks off. Um and it has nothing to do with the prayer line. It's some some good information for you. Anybody else have anything before we wrap it up? Amen. 
Um, Sissy, you have any closing comments before I, I divulge this uh, good savings, put some money back in your pocket? Amen, in Jesus' name. No, ma'am. All right. So really quick, before um, before we do a little closing prayer, if anybody has any residual um, money left over that you've not paid since the pandemic hit with regard to your PG&E, if you've not paid your PG&E in the pandemic, today, um, yesterday was actually the last day, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they'll extend it for a couple of weeks. They are completely forgiving all arrears up to $8,000 per household in PG&E debt. So listen, listen, let me tell you what to do. Call the regular PG&E number, right, and and they have a program. It is called AIM. It takes two minutes. It takes two minutes. The only thing you have to do is pay your bill consecutively for 12 months. If you miss one time, whatever is in arrears comes back. So you have to be very mindful of paying attention to when your bill is due. But if you call them today, hang up from this call, call them today, ask them about the AIM program, no application, no questions, uh, don't let your pride make you miss this opportunity to put some money back in your pocket, okay? So call PG&E when you hang up. Wait as long as they make you whole. You're going to get an operator, and they're going to say you qualify for AIM and say thank you, amen, and bless God. Amen? Amen. amen. Now, Excuse there me. you go. Yes, ma'am. I was going to ask – I. I heard you say AIM, but I think it's AMP. Oh, AMP, it is. You're right. I'm sorry. My bad. All right. Thank you. I'm aware. Thank you. Thank you for your share. Amen. All right, guys. Well, I pray um, that that today's call was, and and mind you, we got to keep in mind, we want to grow spiritually, but we want to make sense practically, naturally as well, right? So little things like that, right, being connected to sources of information. When God wants to change your life, he sends you people, right? Without people, you don't have the necessary tools to get pulled out, pulled up, and pulled over. We want to pull one another out. If you guys have information that that will be helpful, financial information, marital information, emotional information, counseling information, please don't hesitate to share. We are extremely open, and we want to get better together. That is the purpose of Declare Victory in its entirety. We don't, beloved above all, I would that you would prosper even as your soul prospers. Amen. We want healthy marriages, healthy families, healthy children, healthy uh, relationships with our grandchildren. We want to be healthy all around. And so I thank God for each and every one of you. Father, it's in the name of Jesus we pray, saying thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this teaching, God. Give us a heart that seeks after the heart of the Father and all things kingdom. Give us a mind to trust you in and through all things and to submit our will unto you and submit our way unto you 
that you would get the glory out of our lives and men would come running, crying, saying, what must I do to be saved? It is uh, Thursday. Don't forget, tomorrow we fast. For those that have the courage to fast for a greater yet even better understanding of kingdom citizenship, kingdom living, and kingdom uh, uh uh, success, we ask that you prepare your heart and your mind tomorrow to fast, just from 5 to 5. Um, you don't have to do it. It's just an ask. Uh, that being said, I thank you for joining us this morning. For those that are part of Walk It Out, um, tonight's call at 6 p.m. on uh, this line you can jump online for, uh, and this is for women walking it out, so it's a women's call on tonight. Tina, you're more than welcome to join them as well. Uh, that's tonight at 6 o'clock. Is that right? Am I tripping? Is it 6 or 7, y'all? No, you're right. Okay, I was just making sure. Okay, we're walking out at 6 p.m. Otherwise, we'll meet you right back here tomorrow. It's Friday. It's Men's Day, a day where all things men happen on Declare Victory. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I love you. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, it's a decision to put on meekness. No flash in the day. Be mindful. Be present. Be cognizant and invite the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. Amen. Love you guys. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day. Love you, Love you all. Have a great yeah. day. Love you all. I'm perfect. Love you all.
hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while I'm staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please.
Finding hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please. Oh 
speaking the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in the 
true. Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. True. 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Truth. 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while I'm staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Truth. 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Truth. 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Truth. 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while I'm staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared It's time. 